Hello, everyone, and welcome to the official New Japan Pro Wrestling English podcast. I am Chris Charlton, and once again, uh, global global situations have necessitated uh, doing another remote edition of this podcast through the Skype pipes. Uh, but still, very happy to be joined uh, by Rocky Romero. How are you doing? I am holding up. You know, I'm I'm doing my best. I mean, yeah. I, I'm doing as much as everybody else can do at this point. You know, we're just kind of waiting and uh, seeing what the, happens with this whole situation worldwide. And you know, I'm like, you know, all the New Japan fans. I'm missing, you know, wrestling, of course. And uh, you know, I I can't wait to get back to the ring and 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 do what we do and what we love. But uh, you know, we're just we're just making do right now. We're just yeah. uh, we're just waiting it out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think um, there's been. You know, where we're all bombarded with information and, you know, I do want to touch on all of that stuff. But uh, for the people that are kind of feeling, hey, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I want a little bit of escapism and, and some fun stuff, um, then uh, we want you to be very welcome on that end as well. So we'll uh, put all the, the current news and uh, global situation stuff towards the end of the podcast. And we'll give you fair warning and uh, we'll start off with... Um, you know, I, yeah, I had a few different topics to chat with you, Rock, and then I was just like, well, let's see what the fans have to say as well. So, you know, we put out a request for uh, questions to you to, to cover on this podcast, and positively overwhelmed we were by, by so many yeah, questions. I know. Yeah, I, I was checking out the Twitter feed, and I was like, oh, I want to answer these now. There were some really good ones, too. Yeah. Uh, first of all, our first question um, right, the, the top reply to the tweet here from an, an at real Kevin Kelly, um, a top fan. And yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that guy, but yeah, um, I don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems I think he's very active on the message boards and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> those internet fans. And and he asks, yeah. um, can you ask Rocky why do all of his partners leave him? <laughs> You're just you're just going for the hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, that's a very complex, deep question, you know. And uh, <laughs> I don't. How long do we have? Do we really have the time? I mean, well, we got as I guess, much as you want me. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. We have all the time in the world right now. You know. You know. I, Tiger Torio usually says he asks the same question all the time. He goes, but it's usually like, "Hey, man, why do your partners leave you?" You know, yeah. something like that. And I just simply say, you know, sneaky style. Right. Okay. You know, there's some, you know what I'm saying? And then you could take that however you want. You know, am I doing something sneaky? Were they doing something sneaky? Yeah. You know what? I don't know. The street, it's a busy, I live on a busy uh, okay. street. Someone's <laughs> calling you on your sneaky style. <laughs> Here comes a sneaky We've style. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got it on tape. <laughs> finally busted. Um, Right. Well, okay. Okay. But, you know, the, the, the time here, do, do you think on balance, most of that is down to your own sneaky style or, or have you been sneaked on, on, on <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I mean, there's been, you know, I, I've definitely been through my, my fair share of partners, uh, in professional wrestling. I mean, you know, like the thing with Trent, you know, was, uh, you know, that was just a decision. Like, I think, uh, you know, we, we kind of had done, what we could do, you know, as a tag team. And it didn't really seem like we, we needed to do anything more, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to become a heavyweight or anything like that, you know, and he had the opportunity to, and, uh, you know, so, you know, that went down the way it went down and, uh, Kozlov due to injury had to, you know, walk away from, 
from wrestling and um let's see who else is there davy davy just you know went and did his own thing and uh you know that that situation once we had lost the belts uh when he wasn't able to make it to uh to defend them that was kind of the the nail in the coffin for that um ricky reyes we just had a different uh you know different that was just up you know up to how the situations uh ended up in, in roh at that time and you know i was going one way he was going another way i started doing black tiger in japan and uh you know so that that kind of just fizzled out um well so i guess i mean really the only one that's i really had my back this whole time is taguchi <laughs> that is <laughs> <laughs> i feel like he's the only one i can really trust you know until now for now <laughs> for now for now because i mean yeah, uh yeah so davy richard so i mean ricky reyes you didn't see him in new japan that much right i mean like right. it was yeah, like a couple, maybe one or two tours maybe yeah right 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 so uh, you know i think probably obviously you know even you know i was gonna say kind of more recent fans would know Roppongi, uh, Roppongi Vice. Um, right. But even then, it, it kind of feels even within, you know, I think there's a lot of current fans of New Japan. There's the pre-New Japan world era, and then there's the post-New Japan world era. Mm. And so, like, Roppongi Vice was towards the start of that New Japan right. world segment. You know, but I think there was, there's another group of fans that, that sort of latched on uh, you know, I want to say from around, say, Wrestle Kingdom 12, Wrestle Kingdom 13, mm-hmm. from there, uh, that only know you for, uh, Roppongi 3K, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, and the, and the, the, the more secondary role that, that you have with, with them, right? Um, so right, right. it is, it is kind of weird. Like you, you have those partners that you've had are going right down different eras, I think, and different eras of, New Japan internationally in a sense, because even, right. you know, before Rapunzel Vice, I kind of think like, uh, with, uh, Alex Kozlov and Forever Hooligans. That's that like the, the Ustream days. Do you remember the Ustream day? You know, like pre, this was the pre, you know, New Japan world era, like you were talking about. And, uh, New Japan was doing, uh, live events on Ustream. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Kozlov and I were, were, were the centerpiece, you know, one of the centerpieces along with Kushida and, uh, Alex Shelley of the junior, you know, tag division at that time. Uh, obviously, you know, Prince Devitt was somewhere in there, Apollo Gogo, like towards the end of it. Right. Yeah, then yeah. he changed the heavyweight and then, uh, uh, and then, yeah, but we were, you know, the, like the, us, obviously the, the bucks were in there. Um, also was in there. Liger and Tiger were in there a little bit. They've always kind of been consistent. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of some names. There was another team that was in there. Oh, Taka and, uh, Taka and, Taichi. and Taichi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't forget them. <laughs> there seems to be a, a regular, <laughs> a regular picture on the cast. But I think that was kind of, you know, again, you, you speak to not just the Ustream days, a lot of fans coming on at, at that point, but also, you know, that was the start of the Bushiro era as well, you know, so I mean, right. there, sure. there was, you know, and then Davey, would have been so you started teaming in new japan what 2010 yeah 2020 right oh yes yeah 2010 or 2011 one of those yeah late 2010 or late 2011 november 
Yeah, yeah. November 2010, I think it was. Uh, the, okay. The, the Super J Tag League. And then from there, you kind of, you were, so you guys went out to Jadon Gato. And I think like it was the semifinals of that, of that tournament. If I remember. Right. Um, and then from there, you both went, joined Chaos. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't part of Chaos at, at the start of that tournament, but you were kind of going forward after that. Um, do you, do you remember anything of that year or is, it, is this too far back? Like your, your first, uh, your first steps into, into joining Chaos? Yeah. Um, I mean, I always had the connection with Chaos, you know, because the connection to Okada, you know, mm-hmm. through, uh, you know, Tori Mondojo and I wrestled him, uh, you know, in the, in the Young Dragons Cup in 2004, I think, in, uh, you know, and, that, and that's like, just to give a quick thing, that's like Ultimo Dragons, Torimon Dojo. He has this cup where he, uh, it's basically like a Young Lions cup, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I wrestled Okada in the first or I think the second round. And, uh, you know, I beat him. So, you know, we, the only singles match that we've ever had, I, I won. I should point that out. And, uh, and then, so that's when I met him. And then he came to the LA Dojo later. But then Shinsuke was uh, always the consistent person, uh, you know, from cast that was in my life, you know, from, day one you know yeah 2002 training in the LA dojo um and then uh obviously you know me and yana were actually really tight friends during my black tiger run uh you know because you know we're not too different in age you know three or four years or so but um we used to always hang out he'd always take me drinking and stuff like all over tokyo so we we actually became really tight and uh so there was that connection as well and then jato gato kind of a little bit you know not much but just a little bit and you know because they would ride the same bus as uh they would always ride the the foreigner bus basically you know for almost their whole career so uh you know we had some kind of uh you know interaction there but um so i mean i like i always felt like chaos was close in some kind of way so it kind of just made sense and i think you know a lot of a lot of it had to do with just jato gato finally i think wrestling against us uh, Davey and myself and just being like, oh, wow, these guys might be like the new Jado Gato, you know, like that mm-hmm. filled that kind of position or role. So I think that that's why we were kind of recruited in. And then obviously, you know, with the other things that I just mentioned, you know. And then uh, after that, um, Alex Koslov, who you had, you were, am I right in saying you, you guys were connected to Mexico? Well, we were connected through the dojo first, LA dojo. So, so originally I trained, uh, at the Empire Wrestling Federation, which is, uh, a, a local small, uh, independent company in, uh, Southern California. We have, so we have the same, like, first, uh, coach that breaks, you know, basically broke us into professional wrestling. And, uh, but he was, uh, uh, you know, maybe four or five years after me, you know. So, um, but we had that connection. I saw, I ended, basically I ended up kind of scouting him because I saw him at a, at a local event for, um, this company, Empire Wrestling Federation. And, and I said, uh, to Jesse Hernandez, who was my first coach, I said, Oh, that guy looks really good. He should come down and train at the dojo. So then basically that was kind of like his in. He came and trained. He, he you know, he was really impressive. And, uh, they sent him the, the dojo ended up sending him or New Japan ended up sending him to CMLL. And then later that's when we reconnected and he was kind of influential in, uh, and bringing me to CMLL. And, you know, then we ended up teaming in AAA and then that whole situation. And then finally, once uh, I went back to Japan, he stayed in Mexico. Then um, 
Davy was out, right? Davy wasn't going to come back to New Japan, and I didn't have a partner. So then I called my good friend Alex Kozlov to mm. fill in. Yeah, and that's kind of how Forever Hooligan started. Mm-mm-mm. It was, uh, you know, I said there, there was a fixture of you guys and Taka and uh, Taka and Tai Chi for, for a good for a good period, and uh, you know, right. I mean, when one of those sort of landmarks, I think, in the start, those that Bush Road era. And you started from my standpoint of coming to shows as a fan and the, the crowd starting to get bigger and bigger. And it would always be, you know, Okada, of course, like a, a booming fixture in the main event. Tanahashi's still in the main event. And it would almost be, you know, the fixture at the start of those evenings. It might be sort of Tanahashi closing things off or Okada closing things off. Um, but the start of all of those nights. Would be Alex Kozlov leading a rendition of the Russian <laughs> <laughs> national anthem. The Russian anthem. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. The funny thing is when uh when uh the president came up, uh, Harold May came on to to uh, New Japan. He he actually was like one of the first persons to remind me about that. He said, "Oh, the first time I saw you, you were with this Russian guy. What was his name?" I go, "Alex." He goes, "Yeah." And then the, so I, we sit down and we're like all pumped for the, you know, for the, uh, the event. And then all of a sudden you guys come out and you guys look really cool and you guys are doing your thing. And then all of a sudden Alex stops the whole crowd, has everybody stand up and starts singing the national anthem. And you guys were so into it. Mm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, it's a Russian national anthem and Alex would took his time to learn every single word and <laughs> think right. as best he could. I mean, we're, you know, this was serious business to us, you know? I mean, this was just showing respect, you know? Well, um, I mean, it was one of those, it would always be this only in Japan situation because I kind of think, obviously, when you think a wrestler singing the Russian national anthem, for a Western fan, we all kind of think of Nikolai Volkov and like right. the, just everybody pelting booze at the, you know, at the <laughs> ring. But in the Japanese crowds, you know, please stand up for the national anthem. Everybody, everybody does. They're very quiet. You know? <laughs> yeah, there was so respect. Polite applause afterwards. You know? I think a couple times, or one time, uh, we were wrestling Taka and Taichi, and I think we started it. And then they they like jumped us, of course, and they and and they ended it the it with the uh, the Japanese national. <laughs> we were able to hit you know both of two birds with one stone on that one. So. <laughs> yeah, wonderful, wonderful times. But yeah, uh, you know, and then uh, Beretta, of course, who um, you know, I think not a lot of people remember that he had a run in Best of the Super Juniors before you guys were teaming together. Right. Yeah. No, everybody seems to, you know, really remember. Yeah. When we became a team officially, but yeah, he did a super junior. Um, and then Kozov, me and Kozov were still a team. Then mm. Kozov got hurt right after that super junior. And maybe he did like one or two tours after that, but, um, then he was done. He was going to take time off. And, um, and then uh, yet again, I was, I was kind of like in the, the junior tag division, but yet again, without a partner. So then, uh, uh, yeah, I was thinking about, it. I was like, who can I call? You know, like who would be good? And then we hadn't seen Beretta for a long time, but he was impressive during that, that tournament. So then I was like, oh, maybe Trent would be perfect for this. So then I called Trent and then, you know, we, we, he was like, yeah, he was all in, but we didn't really have any, 
ideas, you know, and like coming off of, you know, obviously we didn't want to do anything like that was similar to forever hooligans and like what to do and what to, you know, cause we're so different as people too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it took a really long time to figure out a name and everything that I would come up with, he would say no. And then like, he didn't have any ideas, like anything like serious. So, um, he was just kind of always goofing. So, um, I think I went to the UK for a tour for Rev Pro for about two weeks and I, I was uh, just on the road somewhere and I, and I was thinking like, what am I, so like we have to come up with a name in like two weeks, you know? So it's like one you know, a week or something, what are we going to do? And then I was thinking like, oh, we should just do something with Miami Vice, but we can't do anything. Oh, well, duh, Rapungi Vice. So I, I sent it immediately. I told, um, for uh, Prince Devitt, you know, he's a friend of mine for a long time. And I sent it over to him. I was like, what do you think about this name? He's like, dude, I wish I would have thought about that when I was in New Japan. I was like, okay, perfect. That's a perfect name. Then. So then uh, I told uh, I told Trent I was expecting him to say no and dislike it. And he was like, dude, that's so cool. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And, okay. uh, you know, now uh, present present day uh, with your tagging, at least with with Taguchi, is that is are the mega coaches on hold? Is is that is that bus still rolling? Or uh, you know, when when we're back running full time, obviously you know, I mean, you've you've got your boys, and uh, you're going to be in probably three case corner. But uh, you know, is the is the tag team with Taguchi is is that still alive? Do you think? I think that there's always room for it to be alive. You know, I, I kind of, I think it depends on our, on our situation because we're kind of two busy individuals, right? Like mm. we're constantly doing our wrestling stuff, but we also have our, you know, our hands in other entertaining parts of New Japan. He's a coach. I'm a coach for, you know, 3K. So it's like, um, I, it kind of think depends on the schedule and the situation. So, and I think it, that kind of works for both of us too, because we're not like, feeling we're tied down to just one thing because I think we're both kind of creative guys and we kind of like to keep things moving and not do the same thing. So, um, so I, I, I think when it's kind of convenient for both of us or convenient maybe for Taguchi, cause he keeps pushing me into these things that, uh, that, uh, you know, it, it, it'll just kind of work itself out, you know? Um, but I, if, if we were to get back as soon as possible, I mean, really, uh, my focus right now is on the super junior and um, I, I actually, this time has kind of been perfect in prepping for that because last year uh, I did such a good job. Like uh, two or three months out, I really started prepping myself for you know physically and uh, and mentally and, and trying to come up with you know how how am I going to be different? How am I going to approach the super junior as opposed to other super juniors? And having this layoff, you know, I, I really had a fire that was uh, lit from under me, and and uh, it's kind of the same thing with this year, you know, especially with the situation is. By the time we come back to wrestling, you know, hopefully it's sooner than later. But if it just if it does happen to be right around Super Junior time, I think it's going to work out great for me because I'm going to have that preparation. Because I've loved working out in my house. To be honest, uh, I'm I'm actually enjoying it, and um, the focus is there. I can watch wrestling and work out at the same time, and it, it, I don't know. It's just been it's just been cool. Yeah, there's a you know I think if there's an an upside to this, you know, it's a lot of guys that. Uh, maybe you might have a, a couple of niggling aches and pains that they can get rid of and and mentally reset, and everybody's going to be really fired up and and ready to go when when we are going again. Right, um, right. Yeah. And then Rome was back too, and and that's a mm. that's somebody that I'm extremely interested uh, in facing, and I, and I hope that uh, we'll end up on the same block uh, yeah. at least, you know, uh, just to to wrestle against him and 
Um, just because I haven't really had a singles match with him before, and if I had, it was probably when he was a young lion. Mm. So um, I, I'm definitely interested in mixing it up with him. And mm-hmm. I, think it, I think it would be pretty interesting for the fans too. Mm. Well, that uh, transitions into the next question, which we have here. Will Henderson at WillH94 says... Since Rocky is one of the most underrated singles wrestlers in the game, who are your favorite people to wrestle one-on-one or favorite one-on-one matches that you've had? Hmm. Uh, maybe all-time favorites. Uh, right now, well, I could say right now, Osprey, uh, ELP is top of the list there. Um, I would love to mix it up with Hiromu. Uh... In the past, Mar Fuji, top mm. of my list, uh, had a really exceptional uh, wrestling match with him back at the first Ring of Honor pay-per-view ever, back in uh, the Manhattan Center, the Hammerstein Ballroom. No, no, not Hammerstein, upstairs. I'm sorry. So the Manhattan mm-hmm. Center, upstairs. And um, he, that he was a great opponent. Um, AJ Styles, of course. I mean... I always thought Carl Anderson was great, you know, uh, uh, Prince David also, you know, those, those are guys that like were exceptional to me and people that I came up with that just kind of had a uh, always good chemistry with in, in the ring. Um, and then there's like, there's a bunch of new guys that I'm interested in, like guys like Alex Zane. I think he's pretty interesting and unique and, and different. Uh, I'm glad that TJP is back in new Japan. I, I, we've always had a kind of this interesting friendship slash rivalry. Uh, I'd be curious to wrestle him. Uh, Amazing Red. That's one person I, I think I've only had like maybe two matches against him, one singles match ever. And that's somebody who, who I, I'd, I'd like to wrestle a lot more. You know? mm-hmm. um, who else? I'm trying to think of anybody else that's, that's kind of interesting. You know who's interesting to me too? Darby Allen. Oh, he would be somebody I would be uh, interested in seeing in like a super junior. How about some of the, uh, the both in terms of LA and, and in terms of Noge as well, that the, the potential junior heavyweight output from, from Mm. the dojos at the moment. Um, Yeah. I I like Clark. I think Clark has some, Clark Connors has some, has uh, some, some really good skills. I think he's just still really rough around the edges. Um, you know, he, and just like, I'm not sure if he's like fully, it's going to, like, he's just, you know, as he develops, he'll, he'll figure it out, I think, but I I think he's got all the right tools, you know? Um, I think Carl Fredericks is somebody very interesting, but he's kind of a heavyweight and so is, you know, Alex Coughlin. So, um, and then, I mean, handsome Stan, what's his name? Uramura. Oh, so (laughs) handsome Stan. <laughs> I call him handsome Stan. I think Juice calls him <laughs> okay, handsome okay. Stan. I think that's where I got it from. But uh <laughs> kid's so handsome. I mean he's like yeah. uh and what I like about him is just um he feels uh throwback. You know, I, I have oh, wrestled yeah. him once or twice in a singles match and uh you know, wrestling with him, I feel like I'm wrestling A as like a black tiger, like like how I did as Black Tiger, kind of like that throwback kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, similar to how, like how Tiger Mask wrestles or Liger. And, uh, I don't know, there's just something about him that just feels so throwback, but it's, it's really cool, you know? And, and I don't know, I, I think he, I think he's, I don't know, there's something about that kid. Yeah. The, um, 
you know, it's great because when he first came in, his look as well, you, you just, it instantly, you know, cause he had the sort of fluffed out hair, which, uh, you know, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> but the, um, you know, instantly he looked so strikingly like a, a Tatsumi Fujinami. A, mm. a young Fujinami from, from the, the late seventies. I remember bringing that up once, uh, you know, on commentary and, and Kevin said, ah, oh, to me is, is more Ricky Steamboat, but you know what I mean? Like okay. it does, you know, that, the, the, it's got like that style, Kobayashi yeah. kind of build too. Like, mm. you know, I don't know. They're like, like that's the guy, you know, that, that kind of feeling. I don't know. And, and just the way he moves too, you know, it's like fluid. Sometimes, but then sometimes it's like very choppy, like the way that they in the eighties kind of wrestled, you know, there's like a certain right. that, that didn't really get fully ironed out until like the nineties or, you know, mid nineties, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. but then there's, you know, but everything he does is, is pretty and clean and, you know, and then, but then all of a sudden there's this like rough kind of choppiness and yeah, I don't know, like, I don't know, just there's something about it that, that, that he's, he's, he's very unique. That, uh, you know, right before we went on hiatus, the, the Suzuki tag, uh, at Crocone Hall, where the, you know, he, he just charged straight at Minoru Suzuki, uh, like a, like a man possessed. <laughs> just like, what the hell? <laughs> What's he been drinking in the, in the dojo, you know? Uh, it's just absolutely insane. But, uh, yeah, that definitely showed that, that sort of rough around the edges, uh, kind of appeal to him as well. Yeah. So. A lot of, uh, high hopes for Yuya Uramura. Um, a couple of people said, uh, you know, at Strive Indigo, I'm looking at yesterday's dances as well. Um, kind of had similar, uh, questions that if you were to recruit somebody from outside chaos into chaos, um, is it, is there anybody that, that you think is, is not fitting in where they are and would fit in better with, with you guys? Right off the bat, just thinking like who I would bring in a cast that's already in new japan i mean first off the first on the top of my list would be john moxley but i don't know if moxley would, moxley would would play ball you know yeah, no. or how much of a team member yeah, he really is you know that was the like the moxley and uh okada tag <laughs> right it was just exactly. such a strange situation and then like the next light he was out with Taguchi and, and Shane Yo, right? And, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it just seemed to be, well, thank goodness is, uh, you know, obsessed with Monaro Suzuki. So like, it was just the, right. you know, it was those two having a match and everybody else. Right. Was, everybody yeah. else is doing their own thing. Yeah. But, but he's, I mean, just from the, the standpoint of, I just really think he's an exceptional wrestler. And, and, uh, when you talk about how different and his approach to wrestling and, and just, how you you can't put him in a box at all you know i think that unpredictability could be something that's the spice that chaos kind of needs because you know that's kind of where chaos was built from right was was like all you know all these kind of guys coming together to make this group but they really didn't need to be in a group you know but uh they kind of you know ended up these making a relationship when you know they have each other's backs they're more like friends you know so um i don't know uh you know he would be somebody like I said, I don't know if he would he would fit in great, but uh, just you know, one an exceptional talent. Uh, I think Sonata needs to get out of Lij. I would like to see Sonata come come to Chaos. I think he'd be interesting. Um, who else? I mean, I, I think just I think it's time for Sonata to step out of Naito's shadow in a way, you know. And I think yeah, a lot. You're not the first person to say that. Not for Chaos, but you know, Ibushi. I think was saying. 
you know, I'd, I'd rather see Seiya Sonata in, in Hontai as, as well, you know, mm. so. Yeah, that right. seems to be an interesting topic. Everybody's making a I, I feel like he could keep his a little bit of his edginess, though, maybe as a chaos member, then maybe mm. turning all the way to, you know, mm. like, like, you know, New Japan team, you know. Uh, I think there's a certain, you know, like, I don't know. It, obviously, chaos has changed over so many years, but he would be more like an Ishii, you know, where, like, he would completely keep his, uh, you know, who he is as an individual but he just so happens to be in this group type situation. And I think that that kind of works for some guys, uh, you know, and I, th- I think, you know, Sonata would be a great uh, addition to Chaos for sure. And then I was trying to think like outside of New Japan in general, like who who could, uh, who would be like a good fit. That was a tough one. But uh, I think Amazing Red would be the most natural fit. Mm-hmm. I think coming in, you know, they, he's, he's got some kind of, um, relationship with Okada. I know Okada thinks, you know, thinks really highly of him. Uh, and I, and I think we can imagine him and Robbie together, him, you know, obviously he's got the relationship with the will and kind of will was the reason he even came back to professional wrestling, you know, uh, after, you know, he, he was going to basically just be done with it. And, um, I, I don't know. I think that that would, he would be a great junior addition to it, you know, and I, and I think, I don't think we could have too many juniors at this point. Mm, mm. Here's one that, that, uh, yeah, I thought would be a fun topic. X C R H O, which black tiger from the past incarnations would you have loved to face? Because, you know, I think a lot of those, uh, blacked out, a lot of the former black tigers and, you know, a couple of the other black tigers are, are people that you've kind of got connections to, right. In, in right. different ways. Uh, well, fir- first off, yeah, first off, Black Tiger, the second Black Tiger, Eddie yeah. Guerrero would be number one on my list just because he's, that's my hero, you know, uh, that's my wrestling hero. So he's one guy that I would have, you know, I, I, I try to emulate in some kind of way and he's always had a huge impact on me. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, with, uh, Eddie. I only met him once. And the funny thing is I was going to tell Jericho this story. Uh, when I was on his podcast, I completely forgot about it. And I told him way later and we had a good laugh about it. Um, was I was like maybe, I was something like middle school, maybe like 12 or 13, 12 or something, 12. And, uh, and he, I went to Las Vegas and they were doing a nitro there. And I, my parents were like, my, my parents like love going to Vegas. So like they would like go gamble and then they'd just be like, here's like 30 bucks, go to the arcade or something. So I just like run around to the arcade and then like um, me and my cousin or my cousin came with me this trip and we we're going to nitro on, on that. I think the Monday we got in on Sunday, we spent like all Sunday there. So like Monday, like afternoon, like early, uh, we went to the arcade in New York, New York and we're like playing video games or like running around and in a couple hours we're going to go to the show. And all of a sudden walk into the arcade is Chris Jericho and Eddie Grow. And I'm like, dude, tell my cousin, dude, 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 look, look, it's Eddie, it's Eddie and Chris. I was like, I, I got to get an autograph, you know? I didn't really, like, think about, auto, you know, like, that's the first thing I could think of. So, like, I go to some late, random lady, I'm like, can I have a pen and a, and a piece of paper? So she gives me, like, this little piece of paper and a pen, and I and I go over to to, uh, to Jericho and Guerrero, and I'm like, oh, yo, Mr. Jericho, can I get your autograph? He's like, sure, kid, no problem. Like, signs it. I turn, go to Eddie, I'm like, Mr. Guerrero, can I get your autograph? And he goes, no. And he just walks off. 
And I'm like stunned. I'm like completely <laughs> stunned, like jaw on the floor, just like what? And my cousin's just like watching, you know? And, uh, and then, uh, Jericho goes, ah, oh, don't worry about it. He's like, if you go back up to him, maybe like five, six minutes, ask him again. I bet you he'll give you one. I was like, all right, thanks. And I like walked off and like stalked them from like afar, you know, I'm like yeah. stalking them from afar, like literally like watching the clock, watching them, watching the clock. Watching. I was like five minutes. Exactly. I go running up. I'm like, Mr. Guerrero, I'm a huge fan. I want to be a wrestler just like you. Do you, do you think I could please get your autograph? He's like, oh, fine. <laughs> Starts scribbles on thing, Eddie Guerrero. Cool. I'm like, thank you so much. We know we're gonna go to uh, to the Nitro tonight. Uh, we're gonna to see you guys. You can't. We you know we we're so excited. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like kind of like shoes me off, and then uh, and I'm like so stoked now. So now I realize like there's wrestlers that are like walking around, you know, like at the MGM and stuff. So then me and my cousin go to the MGM. And we start like looking for wrestlers we met like rick flair and like scott norton for the first time which is funny uh because obviously you know he becomes somebody that i i know quite well and then uh you know all these other wrestlers and then uh we watched the show and it was an amazing you know it was an amazing event but that was the one and only time i met eddie and uh and the first time i met chris which is funny and then you know and unfortunately i never got to to meet him or wrestle with him but uh, i would definitely uh top of my list is eddie number two um, definitely the original Black Tiger, Mark Rocco, just yeah. because amazing, just you know, and then and also because I actually got to wrestle Silver King, who was Black Tiger mm-hmm. three, and uh, I did get to wrestle him numerous times in Mexico, and he was always uh he was always a great great opponent and a great person to me, and he actually took uh, pretty good care of me like in in Mexico myself and Kozlov, so I was sad to see him go, and uh, but yeah, that's kind of my list. Yeah, 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 of course. Like, yeah, and then I don't really, I don't really, I don't really rate the rest of them after that. I, I feel like <laughs> I'm the kind of the last one. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. one one guy, of course, Tomohiro Ishii, as best right. tiger for, for all of like a day. <laughs> I'm not too interested in wrestling Ishii, though. <laughs> you can probably guess why, but right. uh, yeah, I, I like my uh, my skull. I like my head, and I don't, yeah. I don't really feel like. Uh, Maybe go put myself through that, but um, but I like to watch them, you know. Yeah, definitely yeah. like to watch them. <laughs> see. Um. Oh yeah. Uh, Asuka at Pink Peony. Uh, Rocky. Uh, I'll cut out. There's there's lots of. She's very complimentary. Uh, what matches of yours do you want everyone to watch now that everybody uh has some downtime? Uh, you know, an NJPW World subscription has never been more valuable. Uh, in terms of Original content we're putting out on NJPW together, which is great. Uh, free content for the, the people just thinking about signing up. Wrestle Kingdom 14, uh, January 4th was free. Uh, we're putting up uh, the New Beginning USA tour um, is going up free over the, the next few days as, as we're recording this. Um, and just the archives, which were always great, have been getting better almost every day. We're, we're putting up these new matches and, and new matches with, with English commentary as well. Uh, which is really fantastic. But if, if anybody's searching through that Rocky Romero tag on, uh, on the NJPW world, well, what should their first, uh, port of call be? Um, I mean, I, 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 I could say start with the, uh, you know, the super junior match with me and, uh, ELP with Phantasmo. Um, cause I, I feel like that'll get you excited to watch even more of me. And then, you know, obviously from the tournament, Osprey, uh, the Osprey match was, was great. Um, 
But to go, I'm trying to think going back a little further. There were some really great matches between the Bucks and Rapungi Vice that are really awesome. Mm. That um, and then all, and then always those you know those Wrestle Kingdom matches. You know there was there was the one that we had against the Bucks, and then there was also uh, like the the four team scramble situations. Those are pretty pretty entertaining. You know they got Ricochet and Matt Seidel and uh, well. Um, Red Dragon was in there. Some really good ones of Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. Um, I'd go back to those. And then if you want to go back further, uh, the, you know, Kozlov and Romero. I think these are on there too. Kozlov and Romero against uh, the Time Splitters are always great matches. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Lots of good stuff to sink your teeth into. Um, let's see. A couple more. Uh, Lawrence Maldonado, D5385 on, on Twitter. Uh, ask kind of about how you take in moments from sitting on the announce desk. But I kind of wanted to spin this. You know, we, uh, I was talking to Kevin and Gino on the podcast last week and we kind of talked about, um, how our attitudes to wrestling have changed over the years and, and being in the different roles that, that we've been in from fans or wrestling. And then you're getting behind the table. Um, since you're kind of relatively new to commentary, uh, you know, over the last three years, and still being, uh, you know, as, as active as you are, um, do you? Is how has it, or how does your your viewership? How how do you take in wrestling? Is it different sitting behind the desk rather than uh, watching it from the point of view of of another wrestler? And like, is that an easy switch to flip from you to go from uh, being a wrestler to being an analyst? I you know what I I don't think that it it's it is an easy. I feel like it, it's pretty fluid for me because mm. I, only the fact that. I love wrestling so much and I'm, and I'm first a fan before anything else, right? Like I like legitimately am a fan. So, uh, then a wrestler, then whatever manager, commentator, you know, et cetera. But, but I, you know, I'm, I am a fan. So like when I'm watching it, I can't help but to feel excited and feel something about it, you know? So like I am watching it. That's why, I mean, it's probably so annoying to some fans, but like I'm going ooing and aahing with the fans because yeah. I can't help it, you know, Right, right. I, I really just can't help it. And, and I'm so engaged and so into it, um, just as a fan. So, and a, and a viewer watching it. And then I have, then I, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I should analyze this too. Like <laughs> from, from the wrestler point of view, because that, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of dissecting it secondary as that, you know, so I'm watching it first as a fan, then dissecting it secondary as, as a wrestler, I think. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think that that's what makes our commentary team so good is that we're truly enjoying what we're watching because we love it so much. You know, like mm-hmm. Kevin, yourself, and I, uh, we have we just really and and Gino, I should say, have a genuine love for wrestling. But not only that, we have a genuine love for New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, there's yeah. like a, a really uh, we're just like crazy about it. You know. Uh, especially mm-hmm. I could say you and I are definitely crazy about it. You know, like yeah. for years we, you know, we've, how many times, you know, we have had so many conversations over the years, um, even before you joining the company, uh, mm-hmm. about new Japan and, and, you know, we've kind of always had some kind of connection and we, we, you know, would, would talk, you know, um, ever so often about it. And, and it's just like, you know, it's cool that we get to basically do that with a headset on. 
and, (laughs) you know, and, and like do it professionally, you know, for other people like us who just happen to love it, you know? So I know it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty awesome job, isn't it? Like it is, it is. That's why why we want to get back to it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, closing out the, the audience participation section of this broadcast, perhaps the biggest, most important issue of the day comes to us courtesy of at Frederick Barrett on Twitter, who asks, which member of chaos is the best smelling? (laughs) Tomohiro Ishii. Really? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. And then I'll say on Hontai, Tiger Mask. Huh. And then L.I.J. Sonata. Huh. See, I always think I get the, you know, because we're, especially in in Corcoran Hall, Mm -hmm. you have your web, it's usually where L.I.J. comes out, Suzuki Gun comes out. And, uh, you know, it's Casey, it's Chaos Ube, it kind of depends. You're kind of more, especially these days, you, you kind of come out the other side with the, the Hontai guys. But, um, you know, you, you get the, the, the waft. Right. From, you know, as they walk by. And it always strikes me from, uh, you know, from our commentary desk that evil smells delicious. Mmm. I, my memory in the ring. It, it serves as as Sonata being, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Smelling is that, is the that most nice. Distracting dist- <laughs> dist- <laughs> in the other sense. You, you kind of often hear about the you know these stories of of you know Andre the Giant and, and whatnot. So, uh, you know, smelling disgusting, or you, you know, but it, right. it, it would be the, the rib on on somebody that's uh, that's in trouble in some sense uh, backstage that right. know, somebody wouldn't pay for two days and then. But is there is there ever the the opposite effect of like you know you're you're pounding on on someone you you finally got in control and then there's this moment momentary distraction of oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> to be <laughs> honest <laughs> there's been a cup there's been a couple of uh, matches with Tiger Mask where I was like oh my god why do you have so much on <laughs> you know like yeah. that of like where like yeah. almost wanting to sneeze you know like you put the guy in a hold and it's like so strong that's like goes right up your nostrils that kind of like stu- you know where you're like stunned and you feel like you're gonna like sneeze but like <laughs> you know, but you're like trying to you know eat somebody up so um yeah definitely with him i mean he, he does wear a ton of cologne but he usually smells nice you know which- mm, 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 mm. I, I imagine you know maybe you've got that insight as well right? of, of guys that wear masks or have worn masks and i would imagine like liger as well i had to take particular care in terms of right. uh, uh, odor and things like that because uh, body suits and masks and, and everything like that but I, I would assume you're more kind of conscious of, of that that smell because you're you're constantly ensconced in this this hot mask and, and body suit and whatnot no the funny thing is is like you know exactly so like tiger tiger mask is a guy who gives you know, he'll give his laundry straight to one of the young lions to, to do. And, and, you know, I've seen them so many times in, uh, you know, like a hotel, um, laundry area and they're, you know, they've got the whole thing down for him, you know, where they've got his mask. Like that's the first thing that's like hand washed, you know, and they've mm-hmm. cut it up, you know, whatever. Cause they're, they're going to probably not put that in the washer. Right. But I've seen like, you know, the outfits, but the funny thing about Liger is he's always a person who doesn't give his stuff to, to the young lions. So like when you are on the road and you're just like somewhere in the middle of like nowhere 
and um, you say you go to the convenience store, you're walking back to the, you know, the, the only thing around is like this huge hotel, you know, say it's like six, seven floors or something and you, you can see the windows, right? But there's always one window that's like, it's like open and you can see yeah. Liger's costume. <laughs> 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 like already hung up like we'll have been in the in the hotel for five minutes go rush out you know grab something to eat real quick and then come right back and it's already up washed and like you know like and hanging in the window to to you know to get some air and then you know probably by morning sunlight you know <laughs> so tremendous um okay yeah so uh yeah thanks for, for all of those questions everyone this is this is wonderful and I, you know i think Probably it, it is kind of important. And I think one of the, the reasons why, um, you know, we've been doing this podcast weekly recently, you know, it's, uh, we were usually, you know, thinking that the logic when, when the podcast came back onto the feed was, well, let's go in between tours. And then that way we've got the latest information. We've got more things to talk about, uh, kind of a different guest each time. But, uh, you know, I think in the, in the, the current situation, it's, it's really important that we are, we can speak to you guys, uh, you know, on a, on a regular basis and, and uh, have some, you know, normalcy in terms of engaging with the fan base, which is, which is important, you know, so, uh, and right. thanks and, for and, and Chris, I mean, you know, props to you because, uh, you know, you do really, you do such a great job with the podcast and uh, I, I think it's a great opportunity because people want more of the podcast. I feel like they've always kind of wanted more. Uh, I think you do an exceptional job. So this is pretty cool that you get to kind of have this opportunity to really, you know, do the podcast up, you know, and, and give us lots yeah. of content, you know, so which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, so yeah, just, I mean, in this current world that we're living in and, and, you know, this is something, uh, yeah, everybody's kind of taking this crisis in their, their own ways and, and they're, you know, they're handling it in different ways. They've been hit with it in different ways. And, um, you know, really I was wondering that, you know, whether you can speak to just your experience personally over the last uh, you know, couple of weeks and, and how you've been handling it. Because, you know, I think at first it just came to be, okay, well, you know, unfortunately we're having to cancel these events and then it became kind of, we're having to cancel more events and now it's kind of having a, more of a, an impact on our, on our lives personally. Right. Um, I mean, it, it, you know, I, I just, th I think the way that New Japan has been handling it has been great. You know, first off, you know, I, I really do think that, that them deciding to, to cancel these shows was small art, you know, in the fact that like, you know, giving an opportunity f to let this thing kind of, uh, pass, you know, and, and hopefully sooner as soon as possible, really. And, uh, you know, it, it just kind of sucks because I was getting geared up to watch the, the new Japan cup like everybody else. And I was extremely excited for it. Um, the, the matchups looked really, really great. The possibilities look really, really great. And, uh, it, it kind of sucked that it was like, Oh, Okay, this is not going to happen. Okay, so maybe it's going to we're going to get like it later, and now we just don't know, right? Um, but I, I whether I hope that it'll co still come the cup itself, um, I, you know, just whenever th the timing may be. You know, I know there's still like a, we're, we're getting pretty close to the Super Junior, so I hope that that doesn't get moved at all, and I hope that that stays exactly how it is. And maybe, you know, I hope that we'll be back by then. And then maybe the cup will follow after or something like that. That would be great because, uh, I think the cup is so important, uh, you know, in the beginning of the year, you know, to kind of, 
uh, set the set the stage of what's going on in the the heavyweight title uh, position, you know. And um, and then also there's MSG in August, so I feel like you know uh, last year that was the kind of setup to MSG, right? Was uh, the cup the winner of the cup got the uh, the bout against uh, the champion uh, and you know those Okada and Jay. So, you know, maybe that'll be a similar situation this year, you know? Um, we'll see. You know, I, I don't really know. But uh, uh, the last couple of weeks have been interesting. You know, I'm, I'm thankful that I have, uh, you know, I got my two dogs and my wife that uh, have really, you know, held me down through all this because I, I, I could probably go a little crazy, a little stir crazy. I mean, especially mm-hmm. myself, you know, I've been wrestling and, you know, traveling so frequently for the last 16 17 years you know so to kind of be like home is like super nice and it's a great feeling that i don't have to pack a bag or do anything but it's also kind of like uh like you can get a little stir crazy i feel like too you know but um they really kind of helped me down and uh and i've really enjoyed the fact that i get to spend the time that i getting to spend with them because i'm not i don't usually get to so, um, so it's been great in that fact. I've been really, I've been a lot like uh, playing with um, Instagram and stuff, and I'm, you know, I'm really like pushing out all kinds of like fun content and stupid stuff on there. Um, so, you know, if, if anybody wants to, to you know, interact with me, definitely interact with me, with me on Twitter, of course, but Instagram. And um, what else? I mean, every time I go to like, I have to go get like supplies or like food and stuff. I mean. I'm taking this thing pretty seriously. I got like gloves on, masks on. I got like mm. hoodie over my head. I feel like right. uh, like like I'm going out to like uh, The Walking Dead or something, you know? Like I'm like prepping myself. Yeah, yeah. I just think you just can't be too uh, too cautious at this time, and uh, and why not? You know, I mean, it, it's you. Sure. Yeah, why not? You know, so I'm like I'm, I'm taking it pretty seriously, and and you know, I I want to you know let everybody else know that you know like this is the time to take it the most serious. So that this thing doesn't obviously spread uh, anymore, and, and you know we can get over the hump with it, and um, you know hopefully things will be all right. Um, besides that, I mean, yeah, I mean we were talking kind of earlier. It's like m- my wife, she's a, uh, you know, she was like one of the she, you know, I've basically been in my house for two weeks, and this was before the California governor kind of put the shelter in about a week ago or so. So we were already basically doing this a week before that because my wife uh you know her her company sent her home to work from home so then we we were just like maybe we shouldn't leave the house as much as we would normally do so we kind of just been like completely turning it down so now it's been like officially two weeks for us and uh and we're gonna definitely be in this for like at least another week and uh so i'm just gonna use this time to prepare and like i said for the super junior i'm just treating this as like camp you know training camp to get ready for that and uh and just work on that because i you know I, I do feel like we'll be back on schedule by then and uh, I, I really hope so and, and i feel positive about it so uh, i'm just gonna work on that do that and uh definitely interact with the fans online and uh, you know and i want to do more stuff uh, like we're doing here you know for um anything for you know new japan world I've, I've, I've recorded some stuff for new japan world that actually talks in depth about um, the ELP match a little bit. And, uh, so I think people are going to really enjoy that. And, uh, besides that, I'm looking, you know, other goals is just, I'm excited about MSG this year, you know, just for, for us to be back there and, um, 
you know, and, and doing it on our own, you know, without uh, Ring of Honor or anything like that. I mean, it's, it's just a cool testament to bring something, uh, you know, an, a Wrestle Kingdom style event to the U.S. and like just go all out. I think it's going to be super exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, to to get on to sort of taking care of and, and training and, and things like that is, uh, you know, it, it's we're hearing a, a lot of these guys, you know, and I know Okada has said similar stuff. Ibushi has said similar stuff that, you know, I mean, you're as a wrestler, you're off, but you're not off. Right. Because, you know, there's, you know, a, there's, there's things like this to do, but there's also you have to be, you know, we don't know, hopefully you know, we'll, we'll be on the next time we have a, an event scheduled and then, okay, it's, it's all systems go, but you know, or it, it might be, okay, there's the super juniors or it might be, you know, um, so you have to still be in top shape and in kind of different circumstances. I mean, is, is there anything that you're doing in terms of working out that's different or in terms of eating that's different than, than what you would normally do? Well, see, I, I, the crazy thing is like when this, before this thing all started, I was on like, I was on a really strict diet because I was dieting. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to get ahead of, for the super junior, but I was also about to film uh, a TV show that I can kind of just like, it, I can't say too much about it because mm. it's, it's not a done deal. And now it's kind of up in the air. So I should wait, but I was about to do a TV show, um, and do some acting. So I was getting in shape for that. And then as well. And then kind of all this stuff happened. So then I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to be home 24 hours a day, right? So like, how much do I actually diet and how, you know, or how much do yeah. I get the freedom do I give myself so that like, the, you know, I, you don't want to go crazy just being like doing strict diets when you're just stuck at home, you know, either that's like, yeah. I feel like that's not good mentally, you know? So, right. so like, uh, you know, I'm kind of just kind of figuring that out. Like I'm in the middle of trying to figure that out right now. Like how much do I diet? So like lately I've been kind of doing like two or three days on dieting, then like kind of one day off dieting, two or three days on dieting, you know? So like I'm basically, and then just kind of keeping track of it, you know? And then working out at home, obviously. So no gym, right. You know, so I'm not, so currently I'm not lifting any weights, but I did get a um, order from Amazon, a thing called the Body Boss, and they're not a sponsor or anything. This is just something that I, I wanted to buy, and it, it's got basically got a platform, and it's got um, uh, it's got a rubber uh, bands and cords, right? And you can change like each uh, each of the bands to like for more resistance or not. So like this thing, you can do like a whole crazy whole like. 15, 16, 17, 18, 20 different things on it. And uh, it's actually been a lot of fun to use because I'm not doing any kind of weight training with it. It's like purely like just banned. So I'm, that's actually super intriguing to me right now. And uh, so I've been using that and uh, and just doing um, a lot of, like old school dojo workouts where you're just doing like push-ups and squats and, you know, like New the, Japan the stuff. Like, yeah, like deck of cards. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Carl Gotch, you know, workouts. Yeah. Um, which is great too, you know, because I actually enjoy that. So, um, I, I plan on coming out of this thing probably uh, a little lighter, more ripped, out, you know, than uh, than I was, uh, you know, before. So that's actually like good, you know, and uh, and that because I've been home and I haven't been on the road, it's been easier to um, to watch what I eat, of course, too. So I don't know, like I'm I'm finding all the positives, you know what I'm saying? Like like I'm really. Uh, finding all the positives in this whole, you know, scenario and how it's being played out right now and, uh, and just trying to stay super positive and, and, uh, and, and trying to 
you know, anything that's given to me, I'm trying to like, just turn it. Okay. Like how are we going to make this into a positive and just, I mean, you, you, I think that's the best you can do in a, you know, scenario like this. And you know, where the, what's the saying you make, uh, you know, life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Right. So yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, as much as that we can do and, uh, as, as much as we can do that for others, you know, in any kind of way, um, you know, I mean, we're all going to get through this together, you know, and, and it's, for sure. and, you know, we're in it together. I mean, the whole world is in this thing together. So, uh, you know, this, this is kind of interesting. Like, you know, we were talking about it earlier. I was saying, uh, this is like something that you read in a history book, right? Like you never yeah. think that you'll be in a situation like this at all. Mm. You know, like mm. you read about it. It's like, Oh, the great depression or like whatever. Like I don't, you know, I don't know what that, that even really means. You're just, it's, it's like, it's just words and you remember the stories and like, Oh wow, that sounds like it was pretty bad. But then like, you're actually in this crazy world right now. And, and like the stuff is going on and it's just like, okay, well we're all in this together. We're all going to get out of this together. We've been through the, you know, humanity has been in these kind of situations before so you know we just got to uplift each other um you know help each other out do what our you know do what we have to do uh whether it's stay home if we can or you know you know help each other out in whatever possible way and we get through it you know yeah yeah um have you been in much contact with the the guys in the la dojo do you know how they're, they're doing down there uh yeah up to last week um they were still working out uh, at the dojo and, and that's kind of the good thing too is like they're not very far from the dojo and it's only like four of them and they don't really have much contact with the outside world anyway so it's kind of good so they were able to still work out i don't believe they're working out anymore so um you know they're, they're taking the shelter pretty serious as well so um uh but yeah no I, i've been in contact with like uh with carl and Clark and then they've been doing some funny stuff on Instagram where they're like playing video games and stuff like that and I've been kind of watching them from afar but uh uh it's it they they, they seem to be doing okay and uh you know I don't know I mean like <laughs> they they're just they're just making the best of the situation but what's cool about that is like uh it's it is cool kind of watching and I was watching when I was watching uh I tuned into their Instagram live was like they're uh how well they're all you know kind of getting along and just kind of in this situation together as well, you know, and like how close you can see that they're all becoming, you know, like, like, and, and that's kind of what a being in the dojo situation with somebody else. It's like you either become really tight with that person or you can see like some people become rivals, you know? And I feel like right now they're like really bonding on, on another level. And the fact that they're a going through this whole dojo situation and then b what's going on in the world. And, uh, you know, and, they're doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, like you said, we're, we're all kind of, we're all together, albeit remotely, you know, whether, whether we're working from home or, uh, you know, whether we're just sort of hunkering down in front of the TV for a bit or, you know, whether we are in a situation where you can get out uh, a little bit more, we're, we're all pulling through this together. And, um, as you alluded to, when we're back and, you know, we all, you know, we, we should be all back. And once, once we, we do come back, it's going to be, you know, the, the best sort of party time situation. <laughs> right. Like, uh, you know, hell yeah, let's, let's, uh, enjoy, you know, let's live life to the fullest. And, yeah. Uh, true. Of course. True. When we, when we think about that, then, uh, you know, we think about Madison Square Garden and, uh, Wrestle Dynasty, uh, on August the 22nd. Um, pre-sale is still going ahead on April the 8th. 
um, with general sale on April the 10th. Um, so do uh, register for pre-sale if you're in a position to do so. And, uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, that's, that's the thing. This is, um, you know, it, it's a case of we acknowledge that, uh, life isn't ideal for a lot of people. Right. No, absolutely. Right. Um, but that there is, you know, while we're apart, we can still stay together in, in a lot of different ways. And that it's important as well to point to a thing and kind of say, once we're behind this, we've got this in front of us to look forward to. And, uh, you know, I think what better thing to look forward to than, uh, Wrestle Dynasty and, and Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, it, it, it really has, uh, you know, all the, situations and, and all the ingredients to be something really, really special. Yeah. Right. No, when you're, yeah, I, I love the way you said that, you know, when you're, you're down, but not out, right. You have to look up and find something that you're going to attach yourself to and kind of focus on and be like to pull you up, you know, and out of the situation, you know? So I think that that's a good, that's a, a, a perfect way to put it. Um, you know, we have so much that's going to happen this year. Uh, when it does, it does, you know, the G1, uh, you know, we're, you know, we forget about that in the fall, you know, we have, you know, uh, you know, the next Wrestle Kingdom is going to be right around the corner too. You know what I mean? Um, you know, time flies. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get through it and we've got MSG, we've got, uh, you know, hopefully a bunch of other projects that, um, uh, for the U S that are, that are going to happen this year. And, uh, I don't know, I'm ready for the super junior. I'm ready to do it. So let's get on with it. Let's get on. Let's get on with it. Let's do everything we can. Uh, so in the meantime, of course, uh, be safe, be responsible. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's get back as, as soon as we possibly can. Um, and, uh, you know, let's do more things like this and, and, uh, any way that we can, uh, entertain the audience, uh, then. Uh, so yeah, cheers, Rocky. And until next time, go kick in your, say out.